Hello. Welcome back to Kimboology, freaks and geeks. Welcome, welcome, welcome. It is episode seven. Siete. Nung song si ha Jet. Jet is seven in Thai. So I'm just going to continue on my Thai counting lessons for you guys. Um, hi, everyone. Hi, hi, hi. Uh, it's another great day to do a podcast. Thank you so much for listening in. Um, so yeah, today I wanted to have a podcast um, about solo traveling as a woman. Um, I got super, super inspired um, recently because I had some really awesome conversations on Facebook groups. Um, I'm a part of a Facebook group called um, Girls Love Travel, um, and it has like 1.1 million women on there, and it's amazing. Like It's super uplifting. Uh, women just kind of give each other tips and um, inspire each other, and it's great. It's awesome. And then I also found like a black solo female travel group on Facebook. Thank you. And yeah, I, it was great. I was like, this is awesome. So it's just like a platform to just kind of share tips and you know all sorts of fucking shit for traveling. And I've had some people, multiple people in the past, but recently too, ask me about just like tips and stuff about solo travel. And so, yeah, I'm, I was like, you know what, I need to do a podcast on it because um, there are things that, you know, if you are interested in traveling around the world solo, there are some things that I think would be good to know before you kind of get started with that, um, especially as a woman. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously right now with everything that's going on with um, COVID and things, uh, it's not really a thing. Traveling around the world is not happening, but it can, you know, during this time, you can prepare for when and save your ducats, save your money, um, save that coinage, because this is a good time, you know, if you, if, especially if you're still working. Like, if you actually are lucky enough to have a job at this time um, and you're getting money and you're, you know, obviously not going out as much and spending money, like, save it all up. And when the opportunity arrives and when we can travel again and it's safe, boom, you'll be ready to fucking go. So, Yes, for that. Um, before we dive into that deeply, I just wanted to just have a little petty rant. So I'm just going to start this petty peeve. Um, I don't know if this is going to be like a regular thing on my show, but I just had to get this off my chest. Okay. So um, I don't know if you guys know, but I am a pole dancer and dancer and I've been dancing for like seven years now. And I've taken a hiatus, so I don't do it anymore. I used to teach, used to, I was an instructor for pole dancing as well, um, seven years. And I just uh, wanted to just kind of, I don't have like the, what's the word? Like, I don't have it in me right now to teach in that sense. So I'm taking this time to work on me, focus on myself, um, going back to being a student. So I started taking um, a heels class again. And it's so nice to just kind of sit back and be a student and, you know, learn from, you know, and it's crazy because it's like, I have to like unlearn things, like things that I've been doing so much on the pole and um, dancing in heels with a balance and everything. It's different, you know, so it's really nice that I'm getting to like do that again. And I was feeling really, really good. And then boom, the petty starts. So like, all right, I'm not going to name names or anything, but shout out to you. You know who you are. I do not appreciate coming at me and treating me like a child, right? I understand fully that there's a pandemic going on, right? I get it. All right. I fucking get it. I've been quarantined in my house 90% of the time because of it. You know what I mean? But it's like, you know, there's a class that I take and the instructor, it is his class. You know what I mean? So he is pretty much like, you guys, y'all are grown. I don't have to babysit y'all. 
know what I'm saying? If you don't feel safe in here, you don't have to be there. Or put your, you can wear your mask the entire time in class. I'm not your mom. You do you. You know what I mean? And with that being said, I took it in my my own, you know, I'm like, you know, what? I'm grown. You know, I know what I'm doing, being here, taking this class. Not, you know, I chose not to wear a mask, right? And I'm dancing and I'm posting my video. And I was, I felt really good dancing again. It's been such a long time. And, you know, I was really nervous, you know, like, you know, dan a dance class, dance setting is kind of an intimidating, you know, setting. You know, there's a lot of amazing dancers in the room, but it's all business, right? You go in there, you're not there to make friends. You go into your space, you stretch out and you learn the choreo. You're in your own little space. You're there to learn, right? And I like that because it's like now it's like, okay, I want to focus. I want to just work on me. You know what I mean? And yeah, someone that I love very much reached out to me and was like, hey, I saw your video, but yeah, can you wear your mask in class? Mind you, not in, the, not in my class, didn't go ever to the person's class at all. And I was like, I don't, I don't even want to start anything in this, you know, because this person is very knowledgeable with what's going on in the pandemic. But like, I'm like, listen, I didn't say this, but I said, thanks. And that's it. You know, cut it like whatever. I don't have time to do this, but it definitely bothered me, you know, and it's like, I'm a grown 31 year old woman. Okay. And I'm respecting the class. Um, you know, I'm respecting the teacher and saying like, if he wants me to wear the mask a thousand percent, I want to go to stores when I'm in, you know, places I wear the mask. I'm doing that. You know what I'm saying? Like I am abiding by the rules. I'm not ignorant to what's going on. You know what I'm saying? But seriously, I'm 31. Don't come at me when I'm very happy to post this video because I was like, oh my God, I feel really good about it, dancing again. I was really super excited. And it totally just was like, you know, like literally, like I was like, wow, I can't even post anything on my own social media and be proud of it before I get any stigma and like scrutinizing, you know, to like what I'm doing on my own page and what I'm doing my own time. Like I'm, I'm grown. I'm a grown ass woman. If I want to do that, if I want to go in there and I want to, you know, dance and not wear a mask, that's up to me. Okay. So don't come at me and tell me what to do. And I'm done with that, okay? That's all I wanted to get off my chest. I'm like, I have this platform. I'm gonna be a little petty and do my petty rant because it makes me feel better because you girls using this as therapy as well. So <laughs> um, yeah, so you know, if you don't like it, don't look at my shit, simple as that. So I'm done with that because we do have lots of fun things to talk about. So let's go ahead and dive into our weekly segment. And that is sexy sustainability. So yeah, last week or so I did host like a very, you know, a small little gathering with some close friends and uh, we, you know, did like a movie drive-in night, you know, like I had, you know, we have a projection, projection, whatever device that we project the movies out on our garage and I had some close friends over and we had a little mini party, you know what I'm saying? So not very many people at all, you know what I'm saying? But um, really cute outdoors, you know what I'm saying? So everyone brought food, but I wanted to talk about this because, you know, I don't want to hear the excuse of like, well, I didn't see it. It doesn't exist. Cause I'm like, no guys, we can make better choices. Right. So, you know, obviously you need utensils, you know, napkins, things like that. Well, my partner went out and got us some, you know, utensils for our party. And he made the awesome decision to, it was at CVS too, out of all places. Like my fucking CVS is like my favorite place in the world. I love CVS. Ask, you know, anyone that really knows me, <laughs> like I stand for the, you know, uh, 
football football length um, receipt that you get at CVS, that's me. I'm like, yes, the longer the receipt, the better. You know, I, the savings, let the savings move on. Yes. Like, I, I know it's annoying sitting there waiting for that receipt to come out, but I, like, love it. So that's just me because um, I love coupons. Your bitch loves coupons. So CVS is the shit. I'm always coming out of there with, like, a whole fucking cart full of shit, and I pay, like, 10 bucks. I love it. Love it, love it, love it. But anyways... They had um, biodegradable utensils there, which is amazing. I got really excited because he made the really awesome conscious, conscious t- choice to, to purchase that instead of the plastic ones, you know, which don't are, which are not biodegradable and are har- harming the planet, right? So I'm just saying this that for those of you out there um, that are, you know, deciding to like host gatherings and parties and things like that, please, please, please make a conscious decision. These biodegradable items. Um, anything you see because that is contributing to reducing your carbon footprint and it's also showing um, the people out there that you know the, the consumer you know the people the, the higher ups the people that own you know these CVSs the people that own CVSs in these stores that if people are buying these items then we need to stock more of these items you know what I mean so when I see that like I, I get really excited and I buy those you know what I'm saying like I remember at Walmart I saw the biodegradable bags you know there was the hefty bags right next to it that are plastic but then right next to it there these biodegradable bags. And yes, maybe they cost more, but you know what? I bought those because if I'm showing, um, you know, Sam Walton and his evil ass that, you know, that I'm a consumer and I want to buy biodegradable things, then he's going to put them more in these places. And that's what we need to do to protect our planet guys. Cause it's really bad. Like we don't have much time before this earth is just going to be trash and we're not, ne- we're not going to survive this. So do what you can. Uh, I just wanted to kind of put that little note out there. Um, whenever you see biodegradable items like utensils, what have you, cups, things like that, um, bags, trash bags, you know what I mean? They make a huge difference. Um, buy them, please. I know they might be a little bit extra, but you can do it because you're saving the planet. Okay. Yeah. So that was my sexy sustainability, guys. Uh, just a little tidbit for you guys. Um, yeah. So moving right along. Uh, but before we do that, I'm just going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. We'll be right back. And we are back. Oh my God, let's go and dive into the recycle. Let's recycle these news, guys, because I am on a high. I watched the Rihanna Savage Fenty fashion show on Amazon Prime, and it was sickening, sickening, sickening boots, okay? Um, If you guys didn't know, Rihanna has a um, lingerie line that she owns called Savage Fenty, and it is sexy shit. It's hot. I love it. I have some bras and panties and things like that, um, body suits and things. But um, she throws these amazing, amazing fashion shows um, every year to promote you know, her line. And they're not really fashion shows. They're kind of like it's like if a fashion show and a, and a, mu- and a music video and a concert like and a the- like in a movie and film like had a baby it was it was so beautiful um this year was a little different though because of covid there were you, you know there wasn't any like fashion week so to speak because you know the crowds and things because normally she's at you know new york and fashion week and there's a crowd there's like an audience and things that are you know clapping and everything for the show this time around it was like recorded it was like in this like huge like warehouse space and she had these different like stage setups, you know, and then, yeah, all the dancers and, and models and things like that all kind of went through these little platforms. It was fucking phenomenal. First of all, Rihanna, this is so much better than the Victoria's Secret Fashion Show. Fuck the Victoria's Secret Fashion Show. I'm so happy that it's not 
app happening anymore because that gave women, young girls and young teens and whatever have you, the false impression that these women, like that women are supposed to look like these models, like these Victoria's Secret models. Um, yeah, they were, you know, I am not going to lie. Like I loved the Victoria's Secret models when they first would come out. I would look forward to them. But, and then you don't realize like you're ingraining this like, you know, this like, okay, well, women are supposed to look like this. It's like, no, you know? And it's like Victoria's Secret, like, Who's buying your shit? It's not these fucking supermodels. It's regular ass bitches with real bodies that are buying your stuff, you know, so cater to them, you know? So, you know, they basically said they, they stopped doing them. Um, and then basically, I think Rihanna did her Fenty fashion show one year. And I think then from that, because Rihanna was super inclusive and had big women on there, all ages, all sizes, like pregnant bitches. She had trans women on there, like, super inclusive and like i think that victoria's secret was just like well fuck like we can't come out with our basic bitch you know same white skinny models walking down the runway type shit anymore you know what i'm saying like let's it's you know what i mean like mix it the fuck up you know and you know what it was sickening it was amazing <sighs> i can't get over it you know she had um first of all she has paris who's this um amazing choreographer from new zealand um, I think she's Samoan. She's so beautiful, but she's like this thicker, like, you know, Samoan, like Kiwi, like Kiwis are what they call people that live in New Zealand. Um, and she choreographed like her whole shit and it was so good. And she's a little thicker herself. And she had this like, um, solo in the beginning that was, she was like just dancing real sexy. Like all of these bitches are wearing lingerie. There's men, there's women. Like it's just super inclusive. It's like the inclusivity with this fashion show was just beyond what people can imagine, you know? And it was just so creative the music was beautiful the music was on point she had guest stars like Paris Hilton and uh, Bella Hadid and Willow Smith and um she had uh Big Sean I believe yeah Big Sean was singing and then like or rapping or whatever and then she had oh Rosalia who's in a fucking sickening um Latin Latina like artist like um she had I think Bad Bunny too and who he's kind of like, he's a very like, I love him because he's like so weird, um, which she stands for. She stands for weird. So, you know, I stand for that too. Um, and she, yeah, she had a few more guests. I can't think of right now off the bat, but amazing, amazing. Um, she had trans women on. She had um, India Moore from Pose. Like she just, it was just so, oh, she had Lizzo on there. Like big bitches, small bitches, white bitches, Asian bitches, like all fucking sizes and everyone looked sexy. Everyone was so sexy in everything they were wearing. Like, I don't get it. It's like, you know, this whole false, like, pretense of, like, you know, skinny and um, tall and, like, the whole model-esque body is, like, sought after. I'm like, really? Like, 90% of the world of women don't look like that. Like, get the fuck out of here. You know what I mean? Like, women have thighs. Women have stomachs. You know? Women have those flappy things under our underarms, whatever the fucking things are called, you know? Um, like, that's just cellulite. Stretch marks. You know? Like, we're human beings. Like, And I really appreciated how when you watch the fashion show, too, like, you could literally see like it was very clear like you could tell like the video like the videographer like it wasn't filtered like you could see like all the stretch marks and all the like blemishes and pimples on these women and men and like it was just really real and they didn't hide anything which I was like this is fucking amazing like finally there's like real shit that I can see out there you know it's like oh and Brianna looked sickening the bitch is thick you can tell she's eating good she's fucking smoking her weed she's not doing her coke no more getting her all skinny because she says fuck 
what y'all think of me because you know back when like you know umbrella ella ella days that bitch was thin as fuck but you know that bitch was you know doing coke and all sorts of fucking shit to stay skinny um but now she's like she's smoking her weed she's fucking you know this is all allegedly guys oh my god don't come for me rihanna i love you (laughs) um (laughs) yeah like i don't know for a fact she does coke i just you know come on you know it's Hollywood. But um, yeah, I mean, like she's smoking her weed. She's eating. She's eating because she's an auntie. She's in her 30s. I'm in my 30s. You know what I mean? Like I have fully like now I'm like embracing my auntieism. Like I know I got thighs now. I got an I've always had an ass, but your bitch has got thighs now. OK, there's friction between these thighs. It ain't going nowhere. You know what I'm saying? Like I just got to be realistic. You know what I'm saying I want to stay fit and healthy, obviously, all that shit. But yeah, but your girl's thick. And you know what? Rihanna is too. And she's fucking celebrating it. She's celebrating women and men that look like that. And it's like not a horrible thing. It's like not the end of the world. We can just be who we are, guys. Like, and I love her for that. So I was on a fucking high. I watched that. It, it debuted um, October 12th. Um, and you can watch it on Amazon Prime. I hate Amazon, but, you know, that's the only place platform it's, you know, on. But I, you know, I don't pay for Amazon Prime. Like, I just, you know, use my brother's login. So shout out to you, bro. Um, thank you for letting me use it. Um, so yeah, um, definitely, definitely check it out. It is amazing. The fashion show is just sickening. So yeah, that was just a little bit of the recycle with that. Um, also I hate mentioning this fucking Cheeto of a fucking asshole. Your president, your president, meaning my, not mine. Cause he's not my fucking president. President Cheeto is, uh, just announced that he has COVID. He has COVID-19 and so does Melania Trump. And you know what? I don't know. It's, it sucks because it's like people are saying like speculating, like they're speculating that like, oh, you know, he's just saying that because he doesn't want to do a debate anymore. Because that debate, if y'all didn't tune in, I didn't really actually, I saw like the highlights or whatever because your girl was dancing. But um, yeah, it's just, it was just a fucking shit show. You know, like I, he, I can't believe this is the state of our country. Like I, I literally can't believe it. But um, yeah, uh, uh, he announced like that he has been tested positive so he's quarantining him and and, you know melania are in quarantine now and who knows you know what i'm saying who knows what that means um i don't know if this is a ploy uh it's just fucking ironic you know i'm saying this motherfucker was the one that was like no this is just you know this isn't a thing and you know could have fucking saved millions or thousands of lives if he fucking just you know did what he needed to do in the beginning but of course you know he's just blaming china chinese people this call and i hate that he keeps calling it the china uh china virus like nigga what nigga what fuck him man fuck man we cannot have him be our president again please fuck him god so i was excited to hear that he got it because i was like ha you know god is good look at god you know what i'm saying but at the same time you know (laughs) i don't know i just who knows if you know if he's if he's planning you know something around this too you know it's like if he was like well okay well let me just see make a way of getting out of this let me just say i have coronavirus that way i don't have to do these debates or you know maybe he's using it as a, as a way to like swoop into the next election i don't fucking know you know what i'm saying politics it just makes me so tired but um i'm trying to stay up to date as possible because obviously like i want i know that's i know it's a problem that the younger generations are not paying attention and not really voting and not really hearing the you know what's going on in in the politics and things like that um and it's something that i'm trying to be more conscious of and trying to pay more attention of you know and it's tough because all that shit is it's fucking confusing you know i mean we still haven't passed a fucking bill for a new stimulus you know check um i believe the house passed something 
that you know this like one something trillion dollar you know bill that they passed it but then it's not gonna get passed the senate because it's mostly republicans so i heard that was in the works who the fuck knows at this point honestly it's, it's exhausting that they are still arguing over this like really nothing has changed the economy is still shit the virus is still out there we don't have a vaccine get it together you know what i mean anyways I don't want to talk too much more about that because it just fucking dries my blood pressure up, okay? And you get, your girl's getting older, all right? I don't want to do all that. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to briefly just kind of talk about that. Oh, my God. And I did see that poor, poor, poor. I mean, you guys, I stand so hard for Christy Teigen and John Legend and their family. They're the most beautiful family ever. Um, you know, Christy Teigen has a Thai mama just like me. She's half Thai. I'm half Thai. Um, you know, John Legend is very talented and a great, beautiful man that like has this beautiful family. I stand for Luna. I love Miles. They're the cutest kids in the world. And she announced not too long ago that she had a miscarriage. She was pregnant. Um, she had a miscarriage. She had her baby Jack. Yeah. They already named the baby and everything. Super, super sad. Um, I know cause I was like super excited cause I'm telling you, I stand for this family. Like their family is so cute. Those babies are adorable. So yeah. Um, I, I like love, I follow like her mom too, like her time mom and stuff. I stand for them. Like I love them. Um, and it's unfortunate that she did have a miscarriage and Jack is now in heaven. So rest in peace, Jack. Like, I'm sorry we, the world couldn't meet you. And you know, I just, you know, all my prayers and thoughts go into that family. So, um, yeah, super sad. So, um, I just wanted to kind of give that a little bit of a, you know, little love. So that made me really sad to hear that. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, what else? What else? What else? Um, you know what? That's kind of really what I wanted to just dive into with the recycling of the news. Um, because I did want to kind of just dive into, I do have lots of really fun things to talk about when it comes to solo traveling as a woman, because it's something that I did for years and I was super passionate about. So let's go ahead and get started with that. But, but, but before we do that, let's go ahead into a break and we will be right back. And we are back. Hello, everyone. Okay, let's talk solo traveling. Let's do it. Um, super, super excited to talk about this, guys. I'm very passionate about this. Um, I did this for many, many years, uh, and I learned a lot about myself as just the person who I am by just getting out there, going on a plane ride, and just landing on a fucking you know, country I've never been to before, don't speak the language, and just really just embracing the culture. And it just makes you just really opens you up to being your true self. You have no one else to rely on but you. You learn so much about yourself, and it just makes you a more confident and strong woman, in my opinion, okay? Um, I, like I said in the beginning, I got inspiration from my wonderful traveler, my wonderful women travelers that are on these blog, of uh, these uh, Facebook group pages. And um, also... I did see this really awesome article um, that Travel Noir came out with. Uh, I love Travel Noir. Travel Noir is a, um, well, basically it's like a blog slash website or whatever um, that you can follow. And it's based, it's all built around like black women travelers, black travelers, mostly women though, because the woman that ran it, she's a black traveler. Um, she's solo traveled for years and things like that. So she started this company and um, they, had this, they have articles all the time. 
And just this article kind of just was like, oh, perfect. I came across this and this was something I wanted to talk about anyway. So the article was 25 tips for solo women travelers to stay safe while having a blast. So um, I'll leave that in the show notes as well. And um, I just kind of wanted to go through what they thought, but also put my own insight on it, too, uh, because I can give, you know, I can either say, yes, this worked for me or no. Um, Yeah. So just kind of a little insight on that. Um, also one big thing I did do, which I'm trying to debate if I should do a whole episode about, I don't know if I have enough content yet, figure it out, is pole surfing. So what I did was, um, if, I mean, I'm a pole dancer and what I did a lot was when I was traveling around the world as a solo woman, I would always go to a pole studio, pole dance studio in each of those countries and, uh, would just take classes there and train there. And I got to meet a lot of beautiful women, a lot of beautiful people, train learn a lot of awesome tricks and you know basically how I got to be who I was and train and and instruct other people and other students and you know I got to learn that it built me it built who I was as a pole dancer and instructor and so uh yeah I went to all the different countries so I um that's on my blog post too on kimboology.com if you're interested in like if you are a pole dancer and you're listening in, um, I do have some tips on like certain pole studios I visited in different countries and just also just some, some tidbits on like the specific studios and stuff. So if you're interested, if not, whatever, it's all good. Um, so yeah, that's just something I did as well. Um, but yeah, let's just go ahead. I wanted to talk about this article. Um, first thing in the article was pack light. That was number one was pack light. Um, yeah. So when I did backpacking, I did have a North face, I believe it was like 60 milliliter, um, backpack, orange backpack from North face. Uh, that was what I, that's what I packed. That's what I traveled with everywhere. I also ended up buying a, during my travels, a blue smaller black pack, um, in Singapore. And that was what I was carrying on my um, chest. So, um, yeah, I have a photo that I posted on uh, Girls Love Travel, and that's what got all this, like, there was, like, 5,000 women that were commenting, and, you know, I opened this conversation up from my picture of me, because I got back from my travels, and that was, like, me, skinny as fuck, young as fuck, just wearing this backpack in the front, and just happy that I just saw the world, and just was so elated, so, um, yeah, I mean, keep in mind when you guys are solo backpacking, um, or solo traveling in general, or, you know, traveling in general, um, you're going to want to buy shit, guys. You're going to want to pick up stuff. You're going to want to, you know, you don't want to carry all that, you know? Like, it's not good to pack too much while you're starting your trip because then you're going to fucking end up leaving things. What I ended up doing was leaving items in certain places. Like, so I would, like, backpack in in hostels. I ended up leaving bras and shirts and things I would buy, things that I really didn't care about or along the way that was like, you know what? I can leave this here and I can just buy this and... Yeah, I ended up leaving a lot of stuff in random countries because I was like, well, I don't want to carry this shit, you know. Um, in Japan, when I went to Japan, I ended up buying a suitcase out there because it's fucking Japan. Like, come on, you're going to want to buy shit. It's Japan. They have the coolest shit in the planet. So I ended up buying a suitcase out there. And I don't know what it is about Japanese things, but like the quality of the stuff you buy in Japan is just is so much better than the States. Um, their suitcase to this day I still have. It's amazing. Um, and then I also would buy my water bottles out there for some reason. I don't know why the quality of their water bottles, they're like canteen reusable water bottles. Um, just way better than America too. They last. I think the, the last time I, when I went first went back, I bought a water bottle out there and it lasted me like four years, believe it or not. And then I went back again to visit my friend and bought another one and I still have it now. I'm still using it now. So 
Um, and yeah, it's been like at least another four years, I think, too. So it's great. Like they, the quality of these fucking items are just, they make up for it. So like, I know I'm not, you know, don't, you don't have to go to Japan to buy these things. I'm just giving you little tidbits. So, um, yeah, the suitcase is great too. The quality with that is, it's lasted so much better than the shit I buy here. So just a little, you know, note for that. So yeah, number one was pack light. Two was be vague. So I guess in the article they were saying like, be vague with like kind of, what do they mean? Be vague. I don't fucking know what they mean by that. I don't know what that means. Anyways, I think it was just kind of like, don't really be too specific on like where you're going. Like tell people where you're at and shit. Like, I don't know. I mean, like, let's be real guys. It's like when you're traveling by yourself, you're not going to like, let's be, use your head, you know, don't be telling people, Oh, I'm, 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 I'm staying right here and I'm by myself. You know, like don't tell that to random strangers, like use your head. Okay. Um, that's yeah. It says be vague. And then number three was research your destination. Um, I didn't do that. (laughs) I literally didn't do that. I, most of the time I would go to these places and not even know anything about the country I was going to, um, and just go on a whim, you know? And I kind of went on the best adventures of my life doing that. So, uh, I mean now mind you, there were some times where me not researching my destination really fucked me over. Um, you know, in fact, uh, just recently when we went to Arizona, uh, I wanted to visit a lot of these places, but it turns out uh, they're owned by Native Americans and there's like a lottery system to go to these places. Uh, for example, the wave, right? The wave is in Utah and it's this like, if you Google it or put, put it into Instagram and like hashtag the wave, you'll see it's like these really beautiful rock formations that they make these really amazing like rock formation, like whatever, your, your photos would be sickening. Well, in order to go there, you have to apply for a lottery and like not everyone can, can just go there, you know, because it's like, you know, what I mean, like I kind of like that they do that because then like, you know how it is, you know, when you go to a fucking, you know, touristy spot, it's so packed. You can't get a photo, you know, really well. It just sucks. You know what I mean? Um, so then basically they do this lottery system, you know, obviously to yeah, I think to make money, too, but also keep it where they can regulate how many people are going in and keep the land safe and um, preserve their culture. But your girl didn't research that beforehand, so I couldn't go to a lot of places. Um, Antelope Canyon was closed because of COVID, but that's another place that I was trying to go to. But they they don't actually have a lottery, but it is really busy there. It's like packed boots. So, yeah, good luck getting a photo there. Um, uh, yeah, but yeah, certain places, though, I was like, fuck, I can't go because, yeah, I didn't, I didn't do the research. So, so in a sense, if you do go to some places and you're like, you really want to see something specific, like a certain, you know, like, you know, the wave or whatever like that, then yeah, research that. Cause then there might be some things. And also, um, one thing that does help is if you look like when you're traveling to countries, like some of these countries you need visas for, you can't just like go and expect to get in the country. Um, so you might have to get visas ahead of time for your passport. So do that research as well. Um, like for example, I think India, like you need to like send in your passport and everything. I think that's what my friend told me she did. Um, to get, I didn't go to India. I haven't gone to India yet. Um, it's on my bucket list, but, um, yeah, you know, COVID. So yeah, but that's one place that I know that like you have to go and send in your passport and wait for it to come back. Um, but yeah, most places, I mean, you got to research, you know, and it also depends on what passport you have. Um, for example, I'm a dual citizen. I have two passports. I have my U S passport and I have my Thai passport. 
So when I'm in Asia, I don't use my U.S. passport. I use my Asian passport. I use my Thai passport because then I don't have to pay the visas in those Asian countries. So, yeah. But when I'm, you know, going to places like Japan, like other places, not Japan, I'm sorry. I'm going to go to like, you know, places, um, you know, all the states and, you know, Mexico, things like that. Like, it's better to use your U.S. Your US passport because then you, you know, you have more clearance for things. So um, it depends. So just research your visas and things like that. So. Um, so yeah, that was number three. Arrive. Number four is arrive in the morning. Uh, with this, I think they basically just said, you know, like if you get in the morning, you can get to, you know, you can get to your hotel. You don't have to worry about, you know, being in the dark, trying to find places, you know, as a solo woman traveling by them, by yourself, you know, you just should be cautious of that. I do, you know, I, there, I mean, I would try to arrive in the morning, but sometimes I would get in cheap flights or cheap I would get in cheap um, transport, like I would do buses and things like that, and I would arrive at night. So, I mean, to be safer, yes, I w- the ideally you would want to arrive in the a.m., but um, sometimes that's not the case when you're backpacking. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it, it. like I do remember, like, getting to places. I remember, like, I think it was in, like, London. I got to, like, my hostel, like, really late, like 10 o'clock at night, 11 o'clock at night, and, like, yeah, I think they, like, I don't know. I think I really had a hard time with like finding it at first. And then I was really scared because I think they, their front desk closed at a certain time. So yeah, you got to make sure that's also something. So like, if you are going to arrive late, make sure you call your hotel or your hostel ahead of time. Um, if they have 24 hour concierge service then you're good, but if they don't like say they, you know, close their front desk reception at like eight or nine, and if you arrive after the fact, you know, and you didn't tell them, well, you're fucked. You're not going to get into your hotel or your hostel. You know what I mean? So just do that. Do that research, you know? Um, let's see. It says, have an open mind. Yeah, I mean, of course. You know, I feel like if you're a woman traveling by yourself, I feel like you're going to already be, like, super open-minded with culture and people and things like that. So that goes without saying. Um, let's see. Six. Network with other woman travelers. Yeah, I mean, that's great. Uh, I just met this amazing girl, Toya, and she's, like, been traveling backpacking for three years and she was another black traveler that i met through this um black um no the the woman girls love travel and she's super cool i'm gonna try to i'm gonna actually have her on a podcast so we can just like pick each other's brains because she's really cool and we're just getting to know each other here but i just kind of just like you know let me network with her you know she seems like really interesting so she's from florida this black woman so i was like i love to see other black women traveling so it makes me happy um so yeah you can use facebook um as a good source to network with other travelers, um, the group pages, you know, also that was another, like, uh, cause I'm a pole dancer when I was couch surf, when I was pole surfing around the world, I would meet other pole dancers around the world. And I went on this page, like poles, it was couch surfing for pole dancers. And that's actually how I ended up staying with some people. I ended up staying with pole dancers in like Portugal, France, and in Australia, and yeah, I stayed for free. They let me like sleep on their couch or on the floor or extra bed or whatever have you. Super awesome. So, and they were the sweetest women ever, like so safe. I didn't feel uncomfortable because they, you know, they were also pole dancers. So I would reach out to them like, Hey guy, I would actually just like post in that group page. Like, Hey, I, I'm traveling in from Chicago, you know, da, 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 da. I need, I need a place to stay, you know, is anybody out there? And yeah, sometimes they would hit me up and say yes, sometimes no. So, but I was lucky enough to have some really, really amazing experiences with that. So definitely reach out to other travelers. So you'd be surprised who you meet. So, um, oh, also, um, Amsterdam, I forgot about the homegirl in Amsterdam. She was super cool. Super, super cool. Um, she let me stay with her. So that was really cool. Um, 
Yeah, shout out to you, girl. I think her name was Anouk. She was really cool. Um, what else do we got here? Um, number seven, keep your documents secure. Um, yes, this was definitely something that um, a tidbit that I actually learned just from like travel blogs and things like that. What you need to do, what you should do if you're traveling for a long period of time um, is uh, take all really important documents like your passport, your credit cards, birth certificate, things like that. Make copies of those. And what you're going to want to do is make copies of those. And you're going to want to leave those copies somewhere safe here in the U.S. Uh, to make sure that, you know, in case anything happens, you get stuck out of the country or whatever have you. Someone from back home has your documents that you can prove that you live there and things like that. In case you lose your passport, you know what I'm saying? Most places will accept a photo or things like that just because they see that it's real and it's you. Like, okay, if you just misplaced it, like they'll they'll accept those credit cards, you know, and things like that. Um, and yeah, I would actually, what would I do? A lot, so I left uh, copies of those here in the States and then I would have a copy on me as well. And I would put that in like one part of my backpack and like kind of hiding in the back part. And then I had my passports like on me or something like that. I think that's like the best way to go about it. It's tough because usually they say, don't, don't hold your passports on you in case someone tries to rob you. Um, so, you know, play with, you know what I mean? Like I, there's some people that are like, no, you should have it on you. No, you know, people are going to try to steal shit from your room. I mean, I did hostels, so I didn't want, like I shared rooms when I was backpacking as a solo traveler. So I didn't really want my important documents like out laying around. So, um, what I would do is carry them on me. And then I had those f physical copies that I've, you know, scanned. I would keep those in my backpack in case, um, I didn't get them robbed. So I at least had the copies of those. So. Yeah, so keep that in mind. That was a nice, really important tip that I learned. So um, let's see, unplug. Unplug. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, when you're out and about, you're by yourself. You know what I'm saying? So just, like, enjoy where you're at. Like, be in the moment, you know? I did, you know, when I was traveling, I did do a lot of, like, Snapchat. That was my shit when I was solo back tra backpack traveling. Um, I would Snapchat everything, you know? And um, sometimes, you know, you just got to, like, get off the social media, realize where you're at and just take it in. You know, I, I do remember this when I was in Bali and I was at this beautiful resort in Bali. And I remember it like I was, I went outside, they had this like pool and this like canopy little like cabana area. And I was by myself and I just went outside and I remember just like, it started raining and it was the most beautiful moment. I remember sitting there in the rain, in the canopy, in the little cabana by myself. And I literally just like, looked around me and was like I cannot fucking believe I'm sitting here right now in Bali like with this rain falling and this like you know the rice fields right next to me there's like this is incredible like this is a moment like I can't believe I'm here you know what I mean and I was by myself and I just like turned off everything and just took it all in so to this day I remember that moment it was just so special so yeah definitely unplug sometimes guys you don't need to be on social media all the time or you know whatever what one thing that I always would do is I would always have my headphones on because I'd be listening to, like, music or mostly podcasts. Like, podcasts were my shit when I was traveling the world. So that kept me in tune to what was going on back in the States. So I loved it. So, yeah, that's one, you know, suggestion. So what next? Uh, number nine, support locals. Fuck yeah, guys. Always buy from the locals. You know what I'm saying? If this really pisses me off, you know, like, because now I'm in back home in the States. And, like, I'll go to these, like, hippy-dippy, like, you know, um, trade shows and things like that. Um, meditation ones and, th you know, whatever have you. Um, and 
it really annoys me when I see like white people fucking selling like Tibetan, you know, items or like gongs and like things that are clearly from other countries that they bought really, really fucking cheap. And they came here to the States and they're in the, they, you know, rent a booth and go to, and they do these little fucking workshop or these like three day, you know, what do you call it? Yeah. Workshop, place, whatever. They put up a little store and they sell all these things for three, four times as much knowing damn well that they fucking paid super cheap for it. Cause they, and on top of that, they haggled and bargained the price down from the locals. So that fucking pisses me off. You guys, fair trade, please buy things fair trade, fair trade, fair trade. So um, when, you're, when you are traveling the world and you're by yourself, yeah, always please buy locally. And if you could stay away from buying those souvenir shits from the airport, I get it. Sometimes you just, oh, fuck, I forgot. You know, I need to buy a magnet or some shit like that. I've done it too. Um, and then I got to buy from the airport, whatever. But do what you can. Try to, like, buy from the locals. Make sure you're giving the money to the people that are actually, like, working really hard. Because most of the time, that's all. That's how they make a living. You know, you, you literally, tourism is their life source. And they really rely on it, you know. So if you're not buying it, you know, like, they're not feeding their kids. So definitely, definitely try to do that. So, yeah, that's a, that's a big one. Um, number 10, dress accordingly. Yes. Please be respectful. Um, for example, when you're going to Thailand and you have to go into these um, temples, you guys, you can't be in your fucking, you know, booty shorts with your titties all hanging out. You know what I'm saying? Like, be respectful. This is not America. You know what I mean? Like, so many times, like, there's, like, when you go to the temples, like, they have, I mean, it, it happens so much where they actually give you now, like, they'll give you, like, a longji or, like a, like, a wrap around your, like, a skirt that you can wrap around your waist because it's disrespectful. Like you can't go in a, in a temple when you, when you're just like got, when you're naked, when you're half naked, you know, when your titties are out, you know, mostly they want women to have their arms covered and their legs covered, you know? So ideally if you want to ha- like, for me, rule of thumb, solo traveling, I would always, always, always have, let's see for clothing items, things that you're always going to need, right? You're always going to need hiking boots, hiking shoes, Right. Pair of good sneakers because you're walking around a fuck ton. Flip flops or sandals, of course. Uh, you're gonna need a black t- a tank top, regular tank top, white or black, whatever have you. You're gonna need a sweater, you know, hoodie. Uh, it doesn't matter if you're going to like the hottest place in the world. You ne- you just never know. Bring a fucking sweater, or hoodie, um, l- jeans, long pants, you know, um, yoga pants, whatever have you. Um, shorts, of course, you know, whatever, uh, jacket. I would always bring a jacket, a light jacket. My favorite, favorite thing to travel with is my Uniqlo little puffer jacket. It's like, fuck, it's like, um, it's a really thin goose down jacket, like a zip up jacket with a, with a hood, but it actually is so thin and light that you can, you can ball it up and, and it fits in this little pouch. And I hang that on the back of my backpack and I travel with it everywhere I go. Um, and it's super warm too. Like, honestly, like if I can tell you how many times that jacket has saved my life when I didn't know I would be somewhere and it was freezing, uh, saved my life, you know? So, um, Uniqlo, I stand for, I stand for Uniqlo. They have the best, they have the best, uh, quality clothes. Um, your girl's thick in the, in the pants. So obviously like the wear in between my thighs, like it's great for that. So, um, love Uniqlo for that. So I usually get all my shit from Uniqlo, like good quality stuff, you know, but, um, that's essential. I feel like, cause you're always going to need that. Right. 
Um, what else? Um, I mean, bras, panties, socks, duh. Um, what else? I mean, yeah. I mean, if you want to get cute and bring like a, oh, bathing suits. If you're going someplace where there's beaches and things, um, what else is really important? Well, that's like really clothing. I'm trying to think of like one, some other things that were really useful to have was, especially when backpacking in hostels, uh, was a lock, a lock, uh, like a regular gym locker. Um, because most of the times you go to hostels, they have those lockers that you can put your things in. Um, and you know, you don't want to always rent a lock and some places don't even have that. So just bring your own lock. That was really, really helpful. A lot of places I went to when I was in hostels was a lock. So, um, definitely bring that. Your girl had a knife because your girl does not play. Uh, my backpack was way too big, way too big for, uh, to bring on the plane anyways. I would always check my backpacking backpack. So your girl had a, a knife, a switchblade in the, and I kept it in the backpack in like the back, the back part of the backpack in the back pouch. Cause you never fucking know. You never fucking know. So I, I had a knife on me. Um, let's see. What else did I bring? Water bottle. Always bring your water bottle. Always, always, always. So that we can refill your water wherever you go, especially cause you walk around the place. Um, a fanny pack is life. I love a fanny pack. My, oh, I have this really awesome fanny pack that is a fanny pack, but also ch- uh, can change into a backpack, like a little small little like backpack. So in case, you know, I would go someplace and like just walk around and then like there's like a little shop that I wanted to like stop and buy things. Um, and in case things were like super cool that I really wanted to pick up um, and I didn't have the space, I would always just I can change into a backpack. That way I had the space for it. So that was really a really great, helpful item to have on you. Let me think. Um, what else was really helpful? Um, can't think of anything at the moment. Oh, one other, another tidbit that I did pick up that was really useful. Not really, really useful, but like it was smart to have on me in case. And I picked this up, and I picked this up again from just like blogs and things like that. Was having a false wallet. So, false wallet. What does that mean? It means that you know have a wallet, a real wallet you know, whatever, one that you don't care if it does get stolen, um, have that and put some money in there. I mean, when I say money, like put in like a couple, $2, some old credit card, some old, um, like maybe like target card, like whatever cards, you know, like if you have those like membership cards, put that in there, uh, make it look like it's a real, like a real wallet. Right. A lot of the times I would, you know, put like foreign money in it because foreign money was, is a lot less than, you know, American money. So I would put a couple bot in there. Bot is the Thai bot. Thai is the, bot is the Thai currency. So I would put a few bots in there. I would put some, you know, a couple dollars, make it look like it was a real wallet. And I would carry that on me. And in case somebody did come up to me and say, give me your wallet, instead of giving them your real wallet with your money and your passports and everything in it, you would give them that. And then, you know, they only got a couple dollars off you and some, some fake credit cards and, or fake, membership cards or whatever the fuck and a wallet you don't really give a shit about so that was really smart that I did pick up as well so I I do it didn't it, it didn't come in here I mean I never had to give it to anybody thank god but I did love I did love that I always had it in case so keep that in mind when you're by yourself traveling as a woman have a false wallet it does save you that peace of mind and what another good tip is that I, my real wallet, I would keep on me like close, like I would tuck it in my, my like pants and there's like, uh, it had like a strap. 
So I would wrap it around my body like a fanny pack, and it was like it was close to my body, and I would tuck it inside my pants. So that way, like I said, if someone tries to rob you, your false wallet is just like in your backpack or something. You take it, you give it to them, but your real wallet is on you at all times. So that's another good tidbit that I learned. So, um, and then obviously you can kind of look all these up. There's like so many different types and also just go with what's comfortable for you. You know, some of them, some of these like really fun items, like, uh, like there's like, I know there's like secret wallets and belts, like you have a belt, but it's actually has a zipper and it's a wallet too. Or like you could put money in there and things like that. There are so many fucking really smart items out there, guys. Just do the research, look around, like it's really cool. Um, so definitely use, utilize that stuff. So yeah. Um, so yeah, that's it. What else? Let's see. Number 11, uh, learn the language. Yeah. I mean, it always helps to know a little bit of, a, you know, when you're traveling to a different country, uh, the most thing is to know is like, no, ask the normal shit, you know, like, hi, bye. How do you find the bathroom? Um, how much is this? That's something that you definitely need to learn. Um, cause when you shop, you know, you need to know how much, like ask people like, Oh, one thing that was so great and, um, very useful that I would have on my phone was the Google translate app. So a lot of the times I would type in what I needed to say in English and it would read it back in um, the language that I needed to you know, communicate with. Um, so that was nice. So definitely think about uh, downloading the Google translate app or any sort of translate app on your phone. That way, in case you do need to kind of like communicate with a local or something like that, or find a specific restaurant or place, your hotel, your hostel, you have that in mind. So, but it's always good to learn um, some of the some of the local languages, right? I know some of the languages can be really tough. One's, one that was super hard for me in, in, in particular was Japanese. That shit was, excuse me, that shit was hard. Um, I mean, even like right now, like, arigato, arigato gozaimasu, like that whole like, thank you, thank you very much, you know? Um, yeah, I, it, it, Japanese, I, that's really all I knew. <laughs> I was just like, I, arigato, and uh, what was the one? How to say hi? Oh my God. See how bad my Japanese is, guys? It's fucking awful. I know some Thai. I know Thai. I can give you Thai. Uh, Thai, you know, if you go to Thailand, sawadika, sawadika, and you put your hands in front of you and bow, like with your head down, like you put your hands like you're praying. Um, sawadika is like, sawadika is, is, the ka is what women would say. If you were a man, you would say sawadikup. So your, your, the, the masculine pronoun or whatever that is krup, women is ka. Um, so always knowing sabadika and sabadikrup is like standard, like definitely know those. Um, if you go to Thailand, um, uh, you can add, you know, you can say thank you. Um, uh, oh my God. Wow. Wow. Brain fart. Wow. 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 I can't think about thank you. <gasps> I'm trash. I can't think right now. You guys, I'm sorry. Trash. Uh, I know how to say where's the bathroom. Hong nam yutinai. So your hong nam is the bathroom. <laughs> Hongnam, and then Yutinai is like, where is it? Where is the bathroom? Hongnai, Yutinai. And again, you know, other languages in the American languages is like everything's backwards. So where is the bathroom is, is translated in English. Bathroom, where is it? So whatever. All right, I don't want to embarrass myself and not and show you guys that I really am rusty with my tie, so I'm going to stop right there. Um, I know Spanish, though, you know what I'm saying? You know, um, baño. <laughs> uh, where's the baño? Uh, baño. Wow, I can't even. Anyways, I'm moving on. I suck at languages. Okay, so <laughs> what's the next one? Um, let's see. Savor your drinks, but don't get drunk. Oh, <laughs> well, your girl got drunk. <laughs> I was like, uh, 
I had some nights where I got fucked up and um, shouldn't have because um, definitely I've you guys one story that particular I think I was in Prague. I think I was in Prague when I got really drunk. OK, I was staying at a hostel. I was by myself. I was in Prague. I think I was. Yeah, I was in Prague. I was in Prague. Um, which is Czech Republic or it used to be Czechoslovakia. Now it's Czech Republic. Um, yeah, I remember going, I was at a hostel, right? And I met these two, I met these dudes, you know, like they were staying in the same room as me. Like, you know, I stayed in a, um, co-ed dorm, co-ed room and they were from like Norway. So these giant ass tall white, white boys. And, you know, they're like, Hey, you want to go out? You want to go to the bar? Whatever. We're all going to go out to drink. And I was like, sure, let's go. You know? And we were in the same room. You know, so I, I and I, they were these big dudes, you know, I felt kind of strong. I felt kind of confident, like traveling with them. I'm like, all right, cool. So I went out with them, got fucked up because we went to these like bars, we went bar hopping and had fun. And I got fucked up and literally ended up like this one guy from like New Jersey. I remember this fucking guy. He's kind of cute. But this fucking guy from Jersey was like, you know, trying to go home with me. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like on me the whole time or whatever and then I was with those mind you I was with those guys the ones in my room the whole time but then I remember like I like I vaguely because I was fucked up at one point I remember like they ended up like going and doing like going off on their own or I you know or this guy got me away from them and I was like dancing with this guy and I looked around I was like I'm alone with this fucking guy you know I was like fuck you know so I'm just I stay with him I'm dancing whatever and then like those guys in my room like leave me I'm, I don't can't find them anymore right and I'm with this fucking Jersey dude we're dancing he clearly he's like we're going you know he's trying to take me home you know and I'm just fucked up and I remember like he gets me in this like taxi and I'm in the taxi car and I, I remember at one point I like woke up in the, in the middle of going to his place and I was like oh, fuck I'm in this taxi with him alone I I'm going to this guy's house like I don't want to do this like I was like fuck this I remember I like we stopped the taxi. I forgot what I said or whatever, or I forgot what happened exactly, but we stopped the taxi and I remember getting out of the taxi and walking and just walk in the middle of the night by myself. <laughs> and the guy was just like behind me, you know, he was just kind of like, Hey, Hey, where are you going? Like, Hey, you know, what are you doing? You know? And I just kept walking. I just kept walking. I was like, I don't know where I'm going, but I got to get away from this guy because I don't want to go home with him, you know? And I remember that was a horrible thing because I was by myself. It was it was probably like one or two in the morning or whatever, or even later than that, I think. And I remember I had my phone and I would Google Maps is life whenever you're traveling by yourself, ladies. Google Maps is the shit. Don't use Apple Maps. It's trash. But Google Maps, tip, pick, like, Google Maps is the shit and it, it's pretty accurate all around the world. So, you knowing the street names and knowing where to go and stuff. So, I remember putting in, like, to find the, like, um, what do you call it? The uh, train. I, like, put in the train because I wanted to see if I can take the train back to my hostel. And I remember putting the train in and walking to the train station, just leaving that guy in the, by himself. I just walked away from him, right? And I go to the train, and I'm standing there, and I'm waiting and waiting. It's dark. There's, like, no trains. There's a couple of seedy people, like, kind of staring at me, and I'm just like, hmm. I stay. I'm, like, looking for the trains. I'm like, I don't see any trains, you know? And I'm just, like, realizing, I'm like, it's late. Like, there's no more trains, you know? So I'm just like, fuck. Like, I don't exactly know how far away from my hostel I am. I'm by myself. You know, fear starts kicking in, and then, boom, I'm just like, you know what? I wonder if Uber works here. 
I was like, ah, yeah, you know what? Let me just see if Uber works here. My phone was working. I had I had my phone working. You know what I'm saying? For one thing that was really smart that I would always do is I had I had multiple uh, battery packs on me at all times. So I, whenever I one would die, I would have like two or three more in case that one died. So your girl always had power because I was like, I'm never going to be stranded without my phone because I like my phone is my safe haven. I need to know exactly where I'm going. I need to contact people at all times, you know. So I remember on a whim. I was, I just got upstairs to the train station area, like trying to, and I just call and I look up Uber and boom, Uber works. I'm like, Oh my God, thank God. I type in Uber. I call an Uber to pick me up from where I was at and to take me to the hostel and boom, the Uber picked me up and took me home to back to the hotel or the hostel. Right. Oh my God. I was really lucky guys. Cause like that train was starting to look really seedy. You know, there was like bums kind of showing up and staring at me. Cause I'm like this young black girl you know I just went out to club and by myself you know there was no other people around there really but these really seedy people so I got really lucky because I was like man like if Uber didn't work in that country which some countries it doesn't like Uber doesn't work everywhere in the world especially the time I went um this was like in 2015 I believe 2016 um yeah 2015 yeah 2015 um Uber doesn't work everywhere it might have been it might have been 2012 I don't forget anyways whatever I can't exactly the date when I when I went. But anyways, at that time, Uber wasn't everywhere in the world, you know? So I was like, I wouldn't always just think of Uber. I would always think of the public trans in, of the country to, to get around um, or taxis and things like that. Um, but I just tried on a whim. So Uber worked. I got home. Thank God. I totally yelled at those kids. I was like, hey, where the fuck did you guys go when I went back to my room? They were like, oh, we didn't know where you went. You, like, left us. Da, 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 da. I was, like, totally mad. I was like, what the fuck? You guys are supposed to be staying, like, staying with me and watching me, you know? So, whatever. So that's my little story for that. Um, yeah, just be careful. Don't be, like, don't, don't get too fucked up, guys, because then, yeah, you'll, you know, you won't know where to go, and you'll be just kind of, like, at the whim of some random guy from Jersey. So, yeah. Um, anyways, moving on. So... Number four, 13 is go with your gut. Go with your gut. Um, yeah. I mean, that goes without saying. Just like our woman's intuition is a thing. Definitely go with your gut, guys. You know, if something doesn't feel right or if, you know, if something somebody's seedy or shifty, things like that, just, you know, go with your gut. It's it's usually right. So um, number 14, check in with your family and friends. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, always let them know where you're going. Social media was my safe haven at that time because for me, what I would do is I would, because I was traveling alone by myself, I would check in a lot of places and um, to let people know where I was at, mainly, you know. So basically people overseas, like, always knew. I would always check in with, like, my my sister and family back at home. Um, my mom didn't always know. My mom and dad didn't always know what I was doing because, you know, obviously I didn't want them to know that I was just, like, you know, risking it all and being in these places by myself. Um, but my sister always knew. Shout out to her. Shout out to Sukuna. Love you, Kuni. Um, what else? Yeah. So yeah, definitely check in with your family and friends. Um, oh yeah. I remember one time that Cuba, when I went to Cuba, back when we could go to Cuba, um, Cuba doesn't have any internet. It, yeah, guys, like when you go to Cuba, you are off the motherfucking grid. Um, they may have changed things now. Back when I went, you had to like get this like, like, like internet card, like you to buy an internet card to get internet or some shit. And even then, like, I would buy it and I would try to log in and it never would work. So I never had, like, the whole time I was in Cuba, I think I was in Cuba for, like, a week, four days to a week or something like that. And my sister was freaking out because she didn't know if I was okay or not. And she was just so scared. I felt so bad because I was like, 
<laughs> when I got to cute. So funny story. It was my birthday. I forgot what year it was birthday it was, but it's a few years back. And we went to the strip club before on my birthday and we got fucked up. It was me and the girls, pole girls. We were getting fucked up. We were partying. And then that mo- the next day I had to go on a plane and go to Cuba. <laughs> like, so my sister like dropped me off at the airport to Cuba and like I was fucked up at the airport. I had no idea. I was like, I got on a plane ride and went to Cuba. And when I was so drunk that when I got to Cuba, I was still fucking drunk. That's how fucked up I was. It was crazy. It was, I don't recommend it guys. So she was worried boots for me. Cause like she knew I was drunk. And then I think like, I forgot what it was. I think I like, freak- Oh, I was freaking out when I was at the airport. I was like, I can't find my wallet. I can't find my credit cards. I did have it in with me, but she was like so scared for me. She's like, girl, do you have your stuff? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I found it. I, I think I, my flight went to like Dallas and then she texted me in Dallas. was like, do you have your credit card? In Dallas? And she's like, oh, I was like, yeah, yeah, I found it. She's like, oh, okay, cool. But that was the last she heard of me was when I was in Dallas. So I got to Cuba and then she didn't hear back from me when I, until I got back to the States. So she was worried as fuck. She was like, girl, I was so scared because I didn't know if you were okay or not this whole time. And it's not like you can post things and shit. Like you're off the grid, dead ass, you know? So just keep that in mind. I mean, obviously Cuba is not, if you're an American, like good luck trying to get to Cuba. Um, Cause uh, I think Trump has ruined that again for us. So I think Obama fixed it. So like fixed things up where we could, that's how like they opened the travel ban um, for Cuba. But now with Trump, that's closed yet again. But people that have dual citizenship or other passports like myself can still go. So if you do go to Cuba, just be careful because you will be off the grid unless they've changed things, which I doubt it. All right. Moving right along. Number 15, live in the moment. Absolutely. Absolutely, guys. Um, Try to tap out. Again, I was on social media a lot, but you're going to miss so many amazing moments, you know, if you just are constantly on your phone. Um, Meet people, you know, hostels are the best way, guys. I like when you're traveling by yourself as a solo, you know, solo woman, go stay in hostels. Like I remember like I was like maybe two months in or so when I was doing my three month long backpacking trip and I was like, okay. I'm sick of these shared dorms. I'm going to go get a hotel by myself. And I just needed to check out a little bit and just be by myself. But for the most part, if you're by yourself traveling, stay in hostels, meet people. Um, You will run into people that are traveling alone as well. And uh, I've met some of the most beautiful people on the planet traveling and backpacking and have the most amazing memories. I remember this was like a thing with travelers is that you'll typically meet people, have like these deep rooted soul changing conversations with these random people and not even know their name. Like I remember talking for hours. This would happen a lot in Thailand because Thailand was just that place to just like be on the beach and just have these really deep soulful conversations with all these random strangers. Like you'd be in a bonfire and you'd be drinking and just having this great time. And then you'd just be having these such great conversations, just talk about everything and by the end of it, we'd be like, oh, yeah, what was your name? <laughs> like, it would be, it's like a thing. Like, you would be like, oh, yeah, what's your name again? Oh, what's your name? I didn't get it, you know? And it didn't matter because you're, you're backpacking, you know? What's the, what's the chances of you running into this person ever again in your entire life? So names didn't really matter. You know what I mean? Um, you always, you know, you would, you know, get your social media, especially if you guys clicked. You know, if I, I've met some people that I still talk to this day. Um, and then we're still friends. You know, we, we have our social medias. We're connected to that through that. And we stay in touch through that. So, um, but there are those people that you just kind of like fall off, you know, you don't talk to ever again. So, but still you have that moment. So definitely live in the moment. Um, moving on 16 document your experience. Yes. Um, photos are everything. Take lots of photos. 
as a solo woman traveler, you will find, like, you will be like, well, shit, Kim. Like, I remember people asked me this all the time because I would take the most sickening photos, but literally was traveling by myself. So they were like, Kim, how the fuck are you taking your photos? Like, who's taking your photos, you know? So your girl would put on a production. No, no, I'm just kidding. No, I, I had a GoPro, and the GoPro had this, like, it re- like a retractable arm, and then, like, you can extend it out, and then it had, like, feet on the bottom, so most of the time, like, I would just prop my GoPro or my, you know, out, and then I would just face it towards me, and, and I would use my phone. Or I remember I had different, I had, like, I remember I got, like, a, this is back when GoPro was, like, <laughs> you guys, GoPro before had all these different components where you had to buy each of these different items to fucking put this shit together. Now, the GoPros have the screen attached. They have all these things built in. Back in the day, didn't have all that shit so you had to buy all these different components to build it to do all these things and anyways super expensive gopros but i mean now they have them all basically integrated in there so fuck them whatever so i would have to buy like a remote i bought a remote for my gopro i remember that so i can just push the button and they would take the photo but then i think that i think i would i think i took it underwater and was trying to take underwater photos and they just stopped working like the salt water would fuck it corroded so that stopped working and then i think i had it on my phone where i could push the button on my phone and then but now they have gopros now they have like even an automated like a voice control like you can say just like capture and then it'll take a photo for you so you just yeah technology so it's pretty awesome so yeah um i mean you know if i was with people and sometimes you would meet people like you'd backpack and you would meet people traveling and then yeah you ask them and take a photo for you duh um i've had you know i've asked random people to take photos of me you know on the street whatever but most of the time, I didn't want to bother people. I didn't like that. Plus, I, I know what kind of photo I like to capture, so I would just prop up my stuff and take it myself. So, yeah, just little tidbits for you. Um, what else? Let's see, number 17. Support woman-owned businesses. Fuck yeah. I mean, if you can find them while you're traveling, <laughs> you know. Um, most of the time, I don't, I don't know if they really disclose, like, oh, we're a woman business. But, um, yeah, support woman-owned businesses, 100%. Don't, totally do that. If you can find a business that is woman owned while you're traveling go for it um what else work walk with confidence yes 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 um people can like i'm not like i said i've had really good experience i've I've been very blessed that nothing's happened to me you know where i have anyone try to knock on wood abduct me or abduct abduct me or like follow me home things like that but just be very confident like walk with a purpose and don't be scared like I feel like if if you're not if you're gonna be going out there and you're scared or you like this life isn't for you you know what I'm saying like you kind of have to just buck up and fucking just you know what I mean like go for it you know this is this is not for the faint-hearted in that sense like being out there in the world traveling alone like it's a high 100% like you'll get there and you'll be like oh my god this is amazing you're by yourself you have only you to rely on and for me, it gave me life. It gave me confidence. It gave me fucking joy. I fucking lived and thrived off that. I, you know, it fueled me. But if you walk around and you're nervous all the time, people can f- f- sense that. People can feel that. So definitely, definitely. Like, and if that's the case, if that's the case, and you're out there by yourself and you really can't handle being by yourself, well, there are um, 
travel groups out there. I think it, one was called G Adventures, I think, that someone put me on that like you could just, uh, if you're a solo traveler, a woman by yourself, but you're not quite comfortable with traveling really alone, like backpacking style, you can go and sign up for these, for these groups, these uh, travel groups. And what they will do is like you'll travel with a group and that becomes the, the group that you travel with everywhere you go. And so you might end up meeting someone during that group that you really fuck with. And that, that person will just end up being, you know, you just meet people and then, yeah, you know, which is kind of actually lit because you technically could be like, yeah, I'm going to I'll travel with you that day. Or if you don't want to, you're like, no, I'm, I'm good. You know, because they're not really your friends that you like went there with. Because if you go there with friend friends, you're kind of obligated to kind of be with them the whole time. You know what I'm saying? Or like, you know what I mean? For the most part, uh, unless you have a group of girls that you're like, or people that you're like, no, listen, guys, like we're going to, you know, we, tr we like to do these things our own. We'll see y'all tomorrow type shit or whatever. Who knows? But these travel groups are great. Like I was actually, when I was still traveling solo as a woman, uh, was considering it for a for, for Africa doing like G adventures. Um, because I heard, um, Africa is a place I just, yeah, I just hear that you just can't go alone. You shouldn't go alone. Um, this is just things I've heard. Like I haven't gone to Africa yet. It's still on my fucking bucket list. I want to go to South. I want to go to Cape town. So fucking bad. Um, South Africa is like so high on the bucket list. Um, but yeah, I was going to do that when I was back when I was solo traveling, but now me and my partner will do that together. So, but yeah, I mean, keep that in mind. Okay. Um, yeah. Moving on. Number 19, stay in a hostel. I went over that already. Please, yes, especially if you're by yourself, stay in hostels. Try to meet people. It's not even hard, you know, like when you're there and like you're just kind of like it's a traveler's like mindset, you know, like everyone's really super nice. Not everyone, but for the most part, you know, what I mean, you're going to meet some other people there and like, hey, what's up? How are you doing? You know, you just make conversations. And then if you some people are like, hey, we're going to go here. Do you want to come with us? Or if you're like, if you say, hey, I'm going to go here, would you like to come with me? And they're like, yeah, you know, like, because the chances that you're going to meet other people that are like-minded like yourself is really, you know, like, hi, like, I met so many people. Um, and then you just tag along and then, you know, you make friends that way. It's really great. It's really, really great. So definitely stay in hostels. Don't be afraid. Fuck that movie Hostel. Because <laughs> when I was young, and I didn't start backpacking or traveling yet, and there's that movie called Hostel that's like a scary, like, um horror movie that basically like is all about this hostel that like abducts people and like kills them or some 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 shit i i might be wrong it's been for i don't like that movie so i don't try to watch it because it just gave such a negative connotation on like hostels because it's not like that at all it's like the hostels are great they're fucking awesome you know and if you're like one of these people like kim i'm not about this life like i don't want to stay in a dorm room with other people i want my own room there are hostels that have single single room hostels like you can have your own room in a hostel. So, for example, you know, you still want a place where you still want to mingle and cohabitate with other people, but yet you still want your privacy and go back to your own room. You can do that, too. I did that. I mean, listen, I, I'm older now. So I told myself like when I did Central America, I did Central America for like a little over a month. And I did like all the like Nicaragua, I did all the Belize, all the, all the countries or whatever. My partner met me in Belize for a little bit, but for the most part, all the other countries I did alone. And your girl is just not about that hostel dorm life. So everywhere I would, I, I would go, I'd stayed at hostels, but I would get a single room by myself because yeah, don't play that shit anymore. So uh, there's that option. So totally up to you. Okay. It does save you money though. If you do a co-ed room or, yeah, if you do a room with other people, it is a lot cheaper that way, which back in the day when I was trying to, you know, make my money last longer 
backpacking, um, that was a smarter way to go about things. So yeah, what else is next? Uh, number twenty, wear a wedding wear a wedding ring. All right, girls, I didn't do this. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you feel like again, if you feel like it's the, something you need to do, make you feel comfortable, go for it. I never did that. Um, you know, like some, I remember having conversations with guys and they'd be like, oh, you got a boyfriend, you know? And I'd be like, yeah, I have a boyfriend. Like I would just tell them that, you know, but the wedding ring thing, I never did. I do that now in the States. <laughs> I'll sometimes do that now. Like I'll be like, oh, let me just wear this real quick to like have these niggas leave me alone. So whatever. But yeah, that's a tip that's on Travel Noir. If you want to do that. Yeah. If that makes you comfortable, do it. Go for it. Um, number 21, start off local. Yeah. I mean, if you're by yourself, you're going to want to stay in a touristy area where there's lots of people, right? Um, try not to stay places where it's like off the beaten path, like, like where it's just like by yourself. Um, especially if you're not a, if you're a novice um, solo traveler, um, definitely try to stay where it's like super touristy at first, at first, just so you can get the hang of things or whatever. If you're like an expert and you're like, I don't need to do all that shit. I can go in the middle of nowhere and be fine. Then, hey, more power to you. But if you're trying to be a solo traveler and, trying this out and you're just feeling you'll feel more comfortable knowing that there's like lots of people that you can at least interact with right and I say this now okay I did have a scenario where I went to Indonesia right I went to Bali but then there was this part of Indonesia that I wanted to go to that had this really unique beautiful like volcanic there was this um like a volcanic lake that was like green and like acidic it was so cool and they had this volcano and then like, it was so cool. Right. Um, I've seen it on, the, I saw it on Instagram. I was like, I need to go to these places. Right. Um, so the places in, it was in Indonesia. It was called Bandung, Indonesia. Your girl went there from Jakarta. So Jakarta is like the main city in Indonesia. It was like seven hours from Jakarta. And I don't know if you guys have been to Indonesia and in eight parts of Asia. The traffic is fucking madness. Like, wild like you will be in traffic for hours okay and I got I remember hiring this guy and he drove me seven hours straight to go to Bandung and when I tell you when I got to that city Bandung Indonesia no one fucking spoke English <laughs> nobody like it was not a touristy town it was not a tourist it wasn't a tourist area like it was just a local area you know like even the hotel I stayed at a hotel not a hostel uh I don't even think there was hostels to be honest with you because I'm telling you there was no people didn't speak English there and I, I went to the hotel and I was you know usually at hotels you expect you know someone speaks English there right no no one spoke English I was like where I remember <laughs> posting on my snapchat would be like you guys I'm in Bandung Indonesia and I don't know if I am here by myself and I have no idea, like no one speaks English here. What the fuck will I do? So I literally like, I, you know what? And it's funny because even in that scenario, I ended up, I ended up still being okay. Cause like, I'm telling you, God, the universe like guides me through all this shit. Like I have an angel on my shoulder or something. Cause I remember going to like, oh, they had Ubers there too. Uber did work there. But I remember the dude didn't speak like my Uber didn't speak English. Like, so I remember like I wanted to go to this like uh, like a uh, fuck like a like a market. Right. Like a very popular market where you can buy things. And I was like, I'm going to try to go to this market. So I got an Uber and I told him I put I put it in and I was like, I want to go here. Like just a I would kept saying the name of the place, you know, 
And I would just get in the Uber and I was following like where I was going on the Uber to make sure I was going there. Because again, I'm just trusting this nigga, like this random Indonesian man to take me where I need to go. He doesn't speak English. I mean, this man could have taken me anywhere, right? Your girl was freaked out. I was like watching on my like phone the whole time, making sure I would get there. He took me there, no problem. So I was like, okay, you know? And I remember my one thing that I needed to do was like, I want to make sure I make it back to where I need to go like Jakarta. So I want to buy a train ticket back because the driving was ridiculous. The train was like, I think like a couple hours or three hours. It was much better. And it's like a straight shot. You know, you're on a train, so you're better. Um, And I remember at the train station, I ended up meeting this man that spoke English on a whim. And I was like, thank you so much. Like he he helped me purchase the ticket. Um, And I'm telling you like this man that he was like, yeah, you're lucky because this place isn't really for tourists. I was like, I know I had, I didn't realize, you know, and then I got even more lucky because like on the way back to my hotel, the Uber driver that I ended up getting was a man that used to work on cruises and spoke English. Super nice man. And I actually ended up hiring him to take me to all the places I wanted to go. So instead of him Ubering, I just paid him like the fee of like what, you know, he would make in an Uber a day. Um, which was really nothing. It was really like super cheap. It was probably like 30 bucks or something like that. Super cheap, right? American dollars. Um, and yeah, he ended up like driving me everywhere and he spoke English. Great. He spoke English. Great. So yeah, I mean, I lucked out guys, but again, um, you know, start off local (laughs) because you don't want to be like me risking it all. And you know, I mean, whatever. I mean, it makes for good adventures and things like that, but also really kind of scary too, when you think about it. So yeah, good tidbit on that. Number 22, don't post in real time. Oh, I mean, I did. I did all the time because, I mean, I think the article was saying like, ooh, make sure that you post somewhere after the fact that you're there instead of like doing it when you're there. Um, And then I did see recently there was an article that said like somebody was like there was this person that made a bad review at a Thai resort and they were they did the review when they were still at the resort or something or in Thailand and now they're facing like like jail time because they were bad mouthing that place or something. It's wild. I have to find that article or something and read it verbatim what it is, but it was just one of those things where like they were saying like make sure you if you do want to talk shit about a place, make sure you're not in that country anymore cuz you could get fucked over and I was like, "Yo." Um yeah, I guess yeah, maybe don't post in real time, especially if you want to be negative. I mean, Thailand don't play that shit, you guys. Like be respectful. We're not in America. If you're traveling, you're not in America. Like, you know what I mean? Like those, like, come on, don't be ignorant. You know what I'm saying? Like be respectful, know the culture you're in. You know, it's like, don't be ballsy. It's like, this, this story pisses me off to this day. My one good friend, Senya, she went to Thailand with this like girl we knew and she fucking like, what did she, she tried to like bargain or haggle prices with this one thing they were about to do or whatever. And I remember that like the, the the Thai person like didn't didn't bargain with them or didn't agree, didn't agree with her to like lower the price, and the bitch got like mad and was like, oh, oh, "This is horrible! This is horrible customer service! Like I'm appalled!" And then like my friend was like, "Bitch, what?" And mind you, they were arguing, and this I mean like this Thai woman was like I, whatever it was like 150 baht or some sh- I don't know like whatever it was equivalent of like 15 U.S. dollars, like. And this girl at that time had a great job, got paid very well. And that pissed me the fuck off. Cause it's like, are you fucking serious, bitch? You're like, this Thai person right here, her, their livelihood, you know what I'm saying? Like matters like completely with the money that you're about to give them. Like what is 15, $20 to you, bitch? What is it to you? 
give them the fucking money. You know what I mean? I mean, this bitch went the fuck off. She was like, I'm going to write a, I'm going to write a bad review about this place. Oh my God. Horrible customer service. I'm like, bitch, you're not in America. I remember my friend told me that story and I was like, this fucking bitch. And plus, of course, it's Thailand. I'm Thai. I was like pressed boots. I was like, this bitch, fuck. And she tried, she like called herself out. She like told herself to be this like huge traveler. She's like, I'm a traveler. Like I travel the world. Oh my God. But then yet you're fucking arguing over a local per- with the local Thai person for 15 fucking dollars, bitch. Fuck out of here, yo. Like fuck out of here. Anyways, sorry. That was just a little ranting story. You could tell that still bothers me. <laughs> um, let's see. What else? We're almost done, guys. We're almost done. Uh, let's see. 23. Number 23, talk to locals. Yeah. I mean, oh, my God, yes. I remember when I was in Nicaragua, uh, when I did Central America, and me and this one guy, uh, oh, he was, a, he was the night watchman for um, the hotel I was staying at. And I remember I was, like, the only fucking person staying at the hotel, and he only spoke Spanish. And I speak some Spanish, but I'm not fluent by any means. You know what I mean? But he, um, me and him had like, we sat there and we talked, we had a drink and we talked for hours and he would tell me about his family and like how much he made and how much, what, what, you know, like he he basically like told me like he was real with me, you know, he was like, yeah, like he was telling me how, like how, you know, poverty stricken they were living and just like just real you know like how this job he does this job but then during the day he does another job and he's trying to get money so he can move to panama because i guess panama living in panama like you make more money there um and it was just so cool like i was just like oh my god i can't believe i'm sitting here like in nicaragua talking to this dude and mind you like i it was like the most broken ass spanish i could whip up but we were able to communicate it was great it was so funny he spoke a little english i spoke a little spanish it was so cute it was really cute so yeah talk to the locals guys you'll have some really beautiful moments with the locals like he was so cool he was a really cool guy so yeah um what is it number 24 stay connected yes um yeah i mean just keep keep in contact with your people whatsapp is great guys if you don't if you're a traveler and you're about to travel the world whatever get whatsapp on your phone um, it's a great way to communicate, call, it's all through Wi-Fi or, or your data. And it's a great way. This is what well, I use WhatsApp every single day. It's what I use to communicate with all my international friends. You can leave voice messages with people. You can send videos and photos and you don't get that weird distortion, like, you know, pixelated shit that your photos do. Um, WhatsApp is great. So if you use that, if you, if you need like a, an app to communicate with people internationally, don't rely on like strictly on like Instagram and Facebook, like use WhatsApp. It's great. Love it. Even though Facebook, I think, bought out WhatsApp. So whatever. It's the same shit now. Um, and number 25, splurge on transportation. Yes. So, I mean, definitely, guys, um, like that one time that I was trying to take the train and then got stuck and then, like, realized, like, the Uber worked. You know, hey, I got home. Like, it was safer. You know what I'm saying? So if you need to do what you got to do and splurge a little more with a safe, you know, like, say, for example, like, if you're trying to go to a different country and the plane ride is a hundred dollars more than the bus ride, but yet you get to the, you get there faster and safer than the bus. Sometimes the bus could be kind of like shady boots, you know? So a little dodgy. So like be safe. You know what I'm saying? If you got to pay a little bit more money to take a safe plane ride, do it. So that's, you know, whatever. Yeah, that's it guys. That's, that's the whole art. That's the whole 25, um, 25 tips for solo travelers so um i hope you guys enjoyed that um yeah i'll have i have many 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 more travel stories whatever in me but again i'll have more people that i can talk to with and that'll um 
inspire me for different things. But this was a fun article that I thought that I could just read back and relate to you guys. And I hope you enjoyed that. So um, before we move on, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. And we'll be right back after these detailed messages. Brought to you by the Rick Dog Network. All right, guys, you know what time it is. You know what time it is. It's time for our Meditate, Masturbate, and Medicate segment. So this week, I wanted to talk about Masturbate. Uh, I just wanted to talk about my amazing wand. Uh, I have a shock rub. It is a great wand. Um, it is basically a stone wand. Um, mine is made from Aventurin. It's a green, almost like jade-like stone. Um, it it kind of it relates to the earth chakra, the grounding chakra, which that's like my chakra, Maladara. That's the one that grounds. It feels so like, I don't know. It, it just it resonates with me very much. Okay, so, but they have um, rose quartz ones, um, amethyst, all sorts of different chakras. I mean, all different ones. If you know what I'm talking about, I'm basically talking about a crystal dildo. Okay. That is what I'm talking about, guys. It is a crystal dildo. It is like the shape of a long oval, long tube thingy, whatever. Anyways, um, I'll, you know, Google it, you guys. Google um, crystal wands, okay? Um, Shock Rub is a, gr- is a great brand, um, and they have a nice line of, like, different, like, um, wands you can buy from them. But, yeah, it's great because it's a way, like, pen- it's basically, like, it's non-porous, so, like, it's stone it's crystal it's it's stone so like when you're penetrating yourself and fucking yourself with it and you're you know it's not gonna um leave anything inside you that's like damaging that's harmful for your pussy honestly it's it actually like i've had the best orgasms of my life with my wand with my wand as opposed to like dildos and things also be careful where you're buying your like what your dildos are made of guys like if it's plastic and it's cheap from like china whatever think about it you're using most women are using lubes or their own juices or whatever and that's breaking down the plastic and then the silicone or whatever during uh, over time and that's going to be inside your you know your kitty cat like your cookie like your most sacred place your vagina your your yoni and you want all that stuff to be breaking down inside you or be made from like BPA and like all this gross plastic that's just going to kill you and harm you and ill like get a wand get a crystal wand get one that resonates with you um you go online and you, you'll see, you'll read on like what what like if what specifically like you're looking for with your wand or will help resonate with you like there I'm telling you like the rose quartz one is super popular that's like the heart chakra that's like you know a pink a light pink one that one's super popular and that usually a lot of women go for that one but the aventurin which is like a green stone I'm telling you that one that shit that's my boy that's my bitch um, the best fucking orgasms ever Ugh. so I was. Before Tantra, I could never even have, um, like, I, it was very difficult for me to have um, orgasms through, um, what do you call it, through penetration. I always needed clitoral stimulation. Um, but I trained my body I mean, with Tantra that helped me to have orgasms where I could actually have penetration with it as well. So, um, yeah, it was a whole journey. Honestly, I have to have, like, uh, my goal is to have a sex therapist on here and just talk to you guys about this because this is such good, juicy stuff. And, like, again, I'm not a therapist, but this is what's helped me. And, um, yeah, I love crystal wands. I, I feel like, fuck dildos. Fuck those, like, rubber, fake-looking cock things. Fuck them, okay? I love crystal wands so, 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 so much. Um, yeah, they really kind of, like, I don't know. It's like, it's like this 
feeling that you have like when you're having orgasm it's like it's like a cleaner more authentic orgasm so to speak as opposed to like this mind you i still am watching porn while i do this so who the fuck am i talking about <laughs> you know i'm over here like oh you know chakras da, 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 da. but then i'm watching this girl get fucked with his this big dick guy so whatever whatever balance duality is a thing shout out to around the way curls podcast that's their slogan um anyways yeah so i just want to talk to you guys a little bit about that um uh and if you guys do have questions again of course always reach out to me on on the socials about that and we can have conversations or if you guys want tips or like you know hey where'd you get this or whatever what does it look whatever if you have questions reach out to me i'm all ears um so yeah um it is time for the quote of the day guys quote of the day and of course this quote is all based off of what our main subject was with solo travel so i thought this was really beautiful love this quote and it goes like this traveling it leaves you speechless then turns you into a storyteller and that is by uh it's by i b n space batuta b-a-t-t-u-t-a yo these names i don't know where the fuck i'm finding these quotes guys i don't know fucking what i was like what uh so yeah traveling it leaves you speechless then turns you into a storyteller because girl your girl's got stories and i know my other my other travelers out there my other solo lady travelers have stories as well can't wait to hear your stories um so yeah you guys that is it that is it that was another episode of Kimboology, the solo travel girl edition. I hope you really enjoyed it. Um, as always, please reach out to me. Um, you can always rate, please rate, subscribe, comment, and share um, this podcast. If you think that it really will resonate with any of your friends or family, or if you want them, if, if you have friends or family that are trying to travel by themselves, um, and want some good tips, please send this over to them. You know, it always helps me with listeners. Um, your girl's trying to expand her audience. Um, you can leave don't love donations for me on red circle during there's a link in the show notes. If you want to donate to your girl, your girl needs money. Your girl's broke as fuck. The government sucks. Trump sucks. Yeah, everything sucks. So yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, um, whatever. You can do that if you want. Love donations are always accepted. Um, what else? What else? What else? Find me on Instagram, Kimboology Podcast, um, TikTok, uh, Kimboology, uh, Snapchat, Kimboology. I have YouTube, Kimboology Podcast. What else? You can email me at kimboologypodcast at gmail.com. Um, yeah, let's guys, let's open up the conversation. I, like I said, I did have people reaching out to me about doing this, about qu questions with solo traveling. So I hope that helps. Um, and shout out to all you traveling bitches out there by yourself. Shout out to y'all. Cause you know what? We are badasses. Okay. We have been fucking out here getting on planes and shit by ourselves, seeing the world come on we are fucking amazing we are awesome and you know what if you haven't done it yet and you want to do it you can fucking do it just believe in yourself you can fucking do it and when i tell you if you've been looking for like a spirit if you've been trying to find yourself and you don't feel whole or if you feel like man, i don't know who i am i don't know what my self-identification is like i need to find out who me is Go on a fucking trip by yourself. I mean when i tell you you will find all those answers that you are looking for because i sure as fuck did um so yeah i hope you enjoyed this podcast episode i love you guys so much 
And I hope you guys all do well out there. Um, please go vote. Please, please, please vote. Please, if you haven't registered to vote, please vote. I don't care if you're even voting for this motherfucking Cheeto, even though I don't know the fuck why you would do that. But just please, your vote matters. Your vote counts. Please vote for the election. All right. Enough of me yelling at y'all like I'm your mama. I love you guys. And I will see you next week. Bye. Kimbo out. Brought to you by the Rick Dog Network. <laughs> well, shoot the damn dog.